Ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah Ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah Oh Allah, 
makers both both Allah is referring to Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam Mujalla muslimaini laki makers both surrendering to you from in zurriyyatina and from our progeny become ummatan muslimatan laki an ummat that will be surrendering to your orders and commands and wab'ath feehim rasoolam minhum yatlu alayhim Nidwa wa Allah sal amangs them in Nabi from them Yatlu alihim ayati that you recite your signs, your ayat upon them Wa yuallimuhumul kitaba and you will teach them the book Wa yuzakihim and Allah says in this Nabi in the Nidwa wa Nabi that yuzakihim that will purify them So that was around 4,000 years ago and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then had accepted this dua and supplication of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam 1,500 years ago when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam was born from the progeny and zirriyah of Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam and not from the progeny and zirriyah of Ishaq alayhi salatu wasalam we find that from Ishaq alayhi salatu wasalam's progeny his father was Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, then Ishaq, and then Ya'qub, and then Yusuf, and all the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam that came after that was from the Bani Israel, from the children of Ya'qub alayhi salam, the father Ishaq and Ibrahim. But from the progeny of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasalam, the last Nabi to come, and there will be no other Nabi to come after him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, when he made Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam be born 1,500 years ago, and after 40 years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted him nubuwat and he had made him the final nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the millat upon the millat and the creed of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam and from then onwards in this world Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept this umbrella of the millat of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam alive. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had made it and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then handed over this duty and handed over the khilafat of the empire, the Muslim caliphate to the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam starting off with Hazrat Abu Bakr radiyallahu ta'ala anhu so then in Hadith Sharif Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions and every time we read the Hadith Sharif of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we read the Quran ayat especially those that are telling us about our times and our zamana and the end time then every time we read it we say Sadaq Allah wa Sadaq Rasulullah a man's iman just increases and increases there's one something that is mentioned 1,400 years ago and here you see it coming to light 1,400 years after so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Sayyakunu Baqdi Khulafa that will be after me, after the death and after the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who will be farda from Mubarak, they will be khulafai rashidun. Khulafai, those who come after in succession. We find that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, that Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that 
Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, Ali radiallahu anhu, and the last six months of the Khalifa al-Rashidun have given handed over to Hazrat Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the son of Rasul, of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. After that came the dynasty, the only dynasty which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam referred to in the Hadith Sharif as they will be Amid. And we find that after that, Hassan radiallahu anhu, had Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and the Umayyad dynasty then began. And for about 150 years, 100, 150 years, we find that was the Khalifa of that time from the Umayyad dynasty. And then after that, the Abbasid dynasty had taken over the Umayyad dynasty. The Umayyad dynasty had reached over right up to Spain, and then the Abbasid dynasty had been taken over. And this Hilafat, this umbrella of the Millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam remained upon this earth and the value system of the Islamic world had remained upon this earth, this umbrella of, of the Millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And then after the Abbasid we find that the Mughal, the, the, the Mongol and the Mongols, the, the Tatar and the different different names that we hear in history, in the tarikh, and they came and overthrew the Abbasid Khilafat, and after the Abbasid Khilafat, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that the Mamlukis had taken uh, taken over in the Seljuks and the Umayyad, uh, the Ayubi dynasty, and eventually the last dynasty and the last empire that had taken over was the, uh, was the empire of Ottoman, the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire, when it affected other brothers, was the last empire of the Islamic world and which had come to an end in the last century, in the 1900s. We find that the Ottomans had, read, had ruled over the Muslim world for a period of almost 700 years. And over the Ottoman Empire, there were about 57 Khalifas, 37 Amirs, 37 leaders, starting off from Osman, you know, and then ending up with Abdul Majid II. So, in the 19th century, 1922, was the beginning of the, we can say, the abolishment of the Khilafat from the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, right, 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 till, 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 1922, we find 1,300 years of Khilafat that the Muslim Ummah had and enjoyed. And in the Ottoman Empire, we find that the Ottoman Empire had reached its peak and its pinnacle in the 1600s, that is about 400 years ago from now. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted them the peak, granted the Muslim ummah at that time the peak, where they were able to conquer Constantinople, conquer Rome, lay siege to Vienna, all these major, major cities of the Christendom world, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had brought them under the influence and rule of the Muslim Empire. But from that time onward, after the 16th century, then there was a slow 
gradual decline in the Khilafat, in the power of the Muslims, in the power of the Muslims and believers. Slowly, slowly, gradually, right till it reached into the 19th century, we know that of the time of the World War One that happened where there were so many different pressures upon the Muslim Ummah, upon the Khilafat, especially internal pressures, outward pressures, the Allied forces of Russia, England, Britain, France, all making attacks on the Ottoman Empire upon the Muslim Ummah. And also internally, we find the influence of Kufar among the people that brought about the gradual decline of the Ummah, of the Khilafat, of the Ottoman Empire. We find that, that, that the British from the 1600s onwards, they were taking over slowly, slowly the land, the Muslim lands, colonizing it, Egypt, and different, different other lands that were belonging to the Ottoman Empire. Slowly, slowly, they had began to take one by one, and eventually, when they got involved in World War One, the Ottoman Empire initially, the Khalif, the Mahmoud, his name was Mahmoud the Sixth. He was initially not intending to join into the World War One. To join the alliances and join with the Kufar, but eventually, with some deception, yes, he was forced and he joined with the with the war, and he had joined the side of Germany. And we know in World War One that the Allied forces, Russia and England, and they had now overthrown the Germany, and with that, because of that overthrow, we find that they had carte blanche, they had freedom now to just walk into the Ottoman Empire, and the main, main cities, the main, main towns that belong to the Ottoman Empire, and with the major metropolitans of the Ottoman Empire, we find they just walked into, and they had taken over the British. The British had taken over. They walked into Istanbul and they had overthrown Istanbul. They walked into Palestine, Jerusalem. They overthrew Jerusalem. They walked into Baghdad and they took over Baghdad. And the crunch at the end had come and they had taken over the Muslim Ummah. But at that time, I respect the elders and beloved brothers, there was one man, or in internal, the internal decline of the Ottoman Empire was because of a certain group who called themselves the Young Turks, and they wanted a modern society. They wanted to be influenced by the Kufar, so, so much so that they wanted a democratic republic, they wanted a, a, a copy the, the democratic ways of the Kufar and to live in their lifestyle and they were, and they were always calling for the abolishment of the Khilafat and they created hatred for the Khilafat and when this World War One had taken place and they had found now an opportunity to bring forth their ideas and their ideology and from them one man had stepped up and he was who we know today as Mustafa Kamal, who they call him Atatur, the father of the Turks. 
And he had also these ideologies. And in the beginning, with the permission of the Sultan at the end, when the British had come, with the permission of the Sultan, then he had fought back to the British and he reconquered what we know as Turkey. But what, what had happened, what had happened, is because of his ideology, he had taken rule and he had brought him evil into the country, like how we know that he had abandoned hijab, he abandoned what we know, the Arabic language, the azan that was supposed to be called in Arabic, he made the azan we call in the Turkish language, the Arabic script he changed into Latin, and he brought about what we consider of today, the so-called freedom, which the West calls, he brought about this in the Turkish uh, country in Turkey, and like that, eventually after 1922, we put in a nominal Khalifa, a person who is just like, you know, who was, uh, as we have today, the Queen of England, is just there for nothing, like that the Khilafat for two years, just remained there for nothing, without any power, and after a while, Ibn Abdul Majid, the last Khalifa, he was also abolished, and like that the Khilafat in 1924, respected elders had come to an end. The Khilafat respected elders is something which is very, very important in eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With the Khilafat, we will be able to practice on every ayat of the Quran. And without the Khilafat, we will not be able to practice on the different laws and justices that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had, uh, had mentioned in the Quran. The constitution is the constitution of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The law is the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the law belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The earth belongs to Allah and the law belongs to Allah. So the Khilafat and the empire of the Muslimin is something which is very, very important. And every one of us in our hearts should have a desire one day how could this Khilafat come again? And how can the Muslim rule again? And this should be our desire. And this very effective elders will come when we have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring about this Khilafat again. We find when this Khilafat had fallen, when three ideologies were brought upon the Ummah, and because of the loss of this Khilafat, the first one, respected elders and elders, that the abolition of Tawheed, trying to remove Tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam, which was an umbrella above the ummah, the depths had fell, and also now, because of that, the Tawheed, and influence, people began to worship different other things uh, under the name of Islam also, and the different isms, and people left the Tawheed, and Hanifa, that free part, the millet of Ibrahim Hanifa, that free part of only worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and following the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The second ideology, the second Brothers and brothers, that was brought into the ummah was the ideology of freedom. Freedom that every the value system of Islam, respected brothers and brothers, is the value system of where we are accountable. We are, we are whatever we do, we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above us. We cannot do anything without uh, without looking into the Quran Majid, without looking into the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have a usra, we have an example in front of us, and that example is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But with the fall of the Khilafat, then this ideology of, 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 
of freedom, which the West is trying to portray upon women, a freedom that I can do whatever I want, I, whatever I feel, whatever I desire. That is why, in the last couple of decades now, we see that so much of all the isms and filth that has kept a person who wants to escape in bed with a man, he feels free, he does it. Whatever nonsense he feels that he wants to do because of this freedom ideology, that I got nobody above me, I don't have to listen to anybody, I don't have to have respect, I don't have to have haya. When haya and modesty comes out from your life, then Rasulullah you can do as you wish. And a person will do the worst of things because he has this ideology of freedom. And this is what the West pushes upon the Muslim Ummah to have this ideology of how I can be free. And we find that how much of effort they have been made. Yusuf mentioned that I I complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the, that the, that the laziness, the laziness of those people who testify the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nashatul mushrikeen wa nashatul mulakhideen and the, I complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that how these people who want to turn people away from Allah such a great effort they are making and the effort of the people who are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are not making it with this effort and we have to look into history and last couple of decades and the last hundred years from the time of the Khilaf itself how much an effort a technological effort that works in our house the TV the different movies the different games the different whatever person is brought in front of us the billboards that we see on the road all this is just coming out with this freedom freedom do as you wish do what you want you have nobody above you we respect the others and we have to protect us ourselves protect our children protect our progeny from these ideologies that they are pushing for and the other ideology, and the other way that they brought after the fall of the Prophet was we find that they had removed the unity of the Ummah. They had removed the unity of the Ummah that after the fall of the Prophet, before in, in the time of the Prophet, it was a superpower, a power of the entire Ummah. That there were no borderlines. There were no borderlines that were separating. Just look an example of many of us, our origins are from Pakistan and India. And India was an entire, an entire place. And they separated it. And they decided of the river Pakistan, that side of the river India. One person is born on this side, a person born on that side. Of the same state, but because they say they are from different countries, they fight each other. The Ummah, the unity of the Ummah has been taken out because of the fall of the Khilafat. So the Khilafat respected others and brothers, the problem is very, very important in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in the Quran, Majid Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, directly many a times and many a places he speaks, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us basharat, that this Khilafat was going to fall, as Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, that Jababira, after Sayyidun Ba'dul Umara, after the after the Umayyad, after the the the, 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 the Amir, there will be a period of time where there will be Jababira. And you see from after the Khilafat, Jababira was there, where there was a rule of the Iron Fist, meaning that people were being ruled by leaders that they don't didn't want. And Allah said, after the time, they will come again, the Khalifa will bring about the Muslim Empire again.
وين وين يكون داوود يبرز الله سبحانه وتعالى ينزل القران لنعلم اي اللي بيني احصى لما لبثوا امدا ويجب توصى ويجب تو ملف ويجب تو كيف الله سبحانه وتعالى that umbrella of the key of the key live longer on this earth and you find it definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring the value system and the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam again above and make it high again in the world. It's like the love of love brothers, the zamana that we are living in. This is, if a person has to look into the Quran Najeed and the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then this calls to now, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not long from now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring about again, inshallah, a khilafat that will bring about Islam in the world. So we should make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we should make an effort, make an effort at how we can protect and be part of the of the of protecting the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how we will be Enter into Jannah because we will be protecting the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you find that respected as the brothers, that in the hundred years that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made this Khilafat sleep, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about this Khilafat and the Khilafat sleeping, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought about efforts, such efforts that although with the fall of the Khilafat, the person would have thought that you know the fall of the Khilafat or the fall of Islam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought about such efforts and such movement that because of the movement we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought deen alive again in the entire world. That we still find that Islam is in masajid that are in different different places coming more and more. Why? Because of the effort of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we as, uh, 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 as individuals we always want, we want that how Islam can become great again, but we don't make an effort to join and, and try to bring Islam alive again. And one of it is we have to join the movement that bring about Islam. That make an effort, make a sacrifice in our life, how we can leave our home for a little while and how we can bring about make an effort that Islam in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can come high again in the ummah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant me the ability and grant you all the ability that we make an effort in Islam and how we can be used, we have to be used that in the day of Qiyamah we can stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that please I give my perspiration, please I give my little time for your game. I kept the ball rolling, I kept your deal rolling and inshallah because of the effort of ours the weak effort of ours, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make us from those people who, who, who uh, in the first class, like Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, and the tabi'in, all the people who made great effort for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala be perfect. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, al-lazhi khalaqa al-insana wa qadata alayhi sinu min al-dah, wa lam yakun shay'an maskura, fasawahu wa addalahu wa ala kathirin mimman khalaqa, فضله وجعله سميعا بصيرا ثم هداه السبيل ونسر له الدليل اما شاكرا واما كفورا اما الكافرون فاعتد لهم سلاسل واغلالا وسعيرا يعذبون باسناف العذاب ينادون ويلا ويدعون ثبورا واما الشاكرون فنعمهم وكرمهم ولقاهم ندره وسرورا ان هذا كان لكم جزاء وكان سعيكم مشكورا فسبحان من بيده ملكوت كل شيء لم يزل ولا يزال عليما قديرا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له 
ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بعثه بين يدي الساعة يكون للعالمين نذيرا وأتاكم وأتاه جوامع الكلم ومنابع الحكم ووعده مقاما محمودا وجعله سراجا منيرا أما بعد فإني أتيكم ونفسي أولا بتقوى الله وأحذركم يوما عبوسا قمطريرا وما تبلى كل نفس ولا تقبل منها شفاء ولا يخذ منها عدل ولا تدل نسيرا يومئذ يندم الإنسان ولا ينفعه الندم ويكتب العودة إلى الدنيا ويهيهات أن يعود ويخرج له كتاب يلقاه منشورا يا ابن آدم من أصبح على الدنيا حريثا لم يزد من الله إلا مؤدا وفي الدنيا إلا كدا وفي الآخرة إلا جهدا ولم يزل ممقودا محذرا يا ابن آدم ترزق بالرزق فإن الرزق مقسوم والحريث محروم والاستقصاء شوم والأجل محتوم فقد فاز من لم يحمل من الدنيا نثيرا يا ابن آدم خير الحكمة خشية الله وخير الغناء غنى القلب وخير الزاد تقوى وخير ما أؤتيتم العافية وكان ربك قديرا وخير الكلام كلام الله وأحسن الحج حج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها لا إيمان لمن لا أمانة لا إيمان لمن لا أمانة له ولا دين لمن لا أحد له وكفى بربك بذنوب عباده خبيرا مثيرا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم من كان يريد العاجلة عجلنا له فيا ما نشاء لمن نريد ثم جعلنا له جهنم وإسلاما مذكورا ومن أراد الآخرة رسالها سأيها وهو مؤمن فأولئك كان سأيهم مشكورا اللهم اغفر ذنوبنا وامحو عيوبنا وأجد ديوننا وكلنا معين وظهيرا واقضي حاجاتنا واشفي آهاتنا واستر عوراتنا وكفابك مجيبا قريبا عليما قبيرا الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مذل له ومن يذل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا بشيرا ونذيرا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فإن يوسيكم بتقوى الله والمواظبة على ذكر الله على خير الكلام كلام الله وأحسن الحج حج محمد عليه الصلاة والسلام وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدث بدع وكل بدع ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار من أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يأتي الله ورسوله فقد غوى ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم أمطر شبابي اللهم أمطر شعابي برضوانك على السابقين الأولين من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم بإحسان خصوصا على الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر الصديق صاحب رسول الله في الغار رضي الله تعالى عنه عمر الفاروق قامي أساس الكفار رضي الله تعالى عنه عثمان ذي النورين كامل الحياء والوقار رضي الله تعالى عنه 
وعليه المرتضى أسد الله الجبار رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى سيدي شباب أهل الجنة الإمامين الإمامين أبي محمد الحسن وأبي عبد الله الحسين رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى أمهما سيدة النساء سيدة النساء فاطمة الزهراء رضي الله تعالى عنها وعلى أميه المكرمين بين الناس أبي أمارة الحمزة وأبي الفضل الأحباز أولئك حزب الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المخلحون اللهم أيد الإسلام وأنتاره وأذل الشرك وأشراره اللهم وصفنا لما تحب وترضى وجل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم انصر اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم جعلنا منهم فاخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيداء ذي القربى وينهل الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأعز وأجل وأتم وأهم وأعزم وأكبر والله يتعلم ما تسمعون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنأمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشية عاملة ناسبة تصنى نارا حامية تثقى من عين آمية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضنيع لا يسمن ولا يؤمن جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة بسعيها راضية في جنة آلية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرافين ممسوسة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبن كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نسبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم اللهم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم 
صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والتين والزيتون وطور السنين وهذا البلد الأمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقوير ثم رددناه أسفل سافرين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم أجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين سمع الله لمن حمده السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله